0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the On My Mind Podcast. My name is Ava Jules. If you're new here, hello. Welcome to the pod. If you're a returning listener, how are you doing? I missed you. Thanks for tuning in again. I'm really excited for today's episode. I love creating content that's inspirational and motivational. I love consuming it. And I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts recently to kind of get myself in a good headspace to just be the best of me. And I kind of wanted to do my own take on that in this episode. Basically, I'm going to be talking about how to become your best self. And it definitely feels like a never ending journey with that. I feel like I've been wanting to become my best self for you know the past 22 years of my life. And I don't think there's necessarily an end goal there, but it's like a constant thing that I'm striving to reach for. And like I said, I don't think that there's this end-all be-all of okay i've finally become my best self and this is who i'm going to be because you know we're constantly changing into different people and as time goes on what we want and our version of our best self might look different because when i was let's say 16 what i thought my best self looked like is very different from what me as a 22 year old now talking about this thinks about it it's a little bit different so it's kind of a never-ending process Which is a little bit daunting, but also exciting because I think it's good to want good things for yourself and want to become the best you And that looks really different for everybody, but i'm going to dive into that in a little bit However, you know the drill. I've actually have quite a few life updates since the last time we spoke because the last time we spoke, I was interviewing someone. I did an episode with my boyfriend, Micah, who was so awesome to have on the podcast and the response that we got was absolutely amazing. We're so grateful that you all loved the episode and it's very clear you guys are wanting to hear more from him. So that's definitely going to be I think, a recurring guest here. We're cooking up something to share with all of you very soon. We're going to do an advice sesh, so make sure you tune in to the podcast Instagram when we ask for questions on there. But the response on that episode was so overwhelming in the best way. I'm so grateful that you all loved the episode. And basically, I haven't really talked to you one-on-one because that last episode that we did was kind of like a little interview with him. So every time I do a guest episode, I feel like I have more to catch up with you all on in the next one because we haven't had our little one-on-one time yet. Honestly, after seeing how well that episode was received, I've been like crafting up in my head other episodes I can do with him. So stay on the lookout for more. But since then, I had a fun little weekend trip to celebrate one of my best friend, Hannah's 22nd birthday. We went to Napa in California, wine country, which was the quickest trip of my life. I was in California for 36 hours. And, you know, for most of those 36 hours, it was me traveling traveling the five-hour flight to San Francisco, and then it was quite the drive up to Napa, but it was so fun. We had our cozy little group. I think there was like seven of us, and it was all people who we've all just been friends for a while now, for years, I think, and it was so fun to have all of us together celebrating Hannah. We did a little wine tasting the first day that we were there, which was a really cool experience. If you're someone who's really into wine, I feel like that would be Such a fun thing to do i'm personally not a huge wine drinker right now And I don't know too much about it, but it was definitely still fun I know a lot of the girls had a lot of fun doing the wine tasting. I don't know what it was I think it was maybe the jet lag because I took a red eye to san francisco and that same day that i got there i had gotten no sleep on that flight so i missed a whole nights of sleep and that same day after like 4 hours after i landed we were doing wine tasting so i think that's why i wasn't really in the mood to drink too much but it was funny because i would take little sips of the different wines and someone else would finish it off for me because i just couldn't but it was really fun we went to three different wineries and stayed in a really beautiful airbnb up in those mountains and it was just so fun celebrating and having all of our friends together it It was such an awesome but quick trip. I've never been to Northern California, so that was my first time there, and I'm really wanting to definitely go back at least to San Francisco one day. I've never really explored Northern California as much as I've explored Southern California, but it was super cool. Whenever I was driving through from the airport up to Napa, I was just like looking at the streets, and the houses are so cute there. They're so close together, and it was just crazy seeing all like the hills, which sounds dumb. I know Cal- or- San Francisco is a very hilly city, but I underestimated it. There are some crazy hills out there. The houses, there were so many like cutely painted houses, like pink houses, green houses. Like it was just so cute and I've never been there so that was really cool to experience. Well, experience that driving through it, but hopefully sometime in the future, I'll get to actually explore San Francisco a little bit because I've heard so much. It was really fun to get a little taste of that. It was also unseasonably freezing. Basically, there was like a freezing warning in the Napa area, and I think there was just a random cold front moving through because when I was there, it was 30, 40 degrees, which I'm going to sound really dramatic, but I'm someone who gets cold at like 70 degrees, which, you know, makes sense based on where I live, but it was freezing. I didn't really pack properly as well, so that was a little bit of an issue, but I was essentially cold the whole time, which, you know, it's fine. I was able to push through it, and unfortunately, and I I think this might be why, being as cold as I was, it was also pouring rain and raining while we were there plus having no sleep. I'm now sick. The morning after I landed back home, I was only there from Saturday and then I left Sunday late afternoon. The next morning on Monday when I woke up, I have a little bit of a cold now and I think it's from that. But honestly, it was worth it to have as much fun as I did with my friends, explore a new place. And yeah, so I was just in Napa, really fun. Even though I'm feeling the repercussions of it now and being sick, you know, it was was worth it. So I'm currently... Chugging some emergency, which is like a little vitamin c powder I think there's a hundred not a hundred a thousand milligrams of vitamin c in these i'm drinking the raspberry flavored ones I have been an emergency stan since maybe like 12 or 13. I remember anytime I would feel like that, that's like the worst feeling. You know, when you know you're about to get sick, it's the worst feeling to get because you have that like tickle in the back of your throat and you know you're going to wake up the next morning and just be like, shit, that's what happened. I went to sleep that night and I was like, oh, I already know I'm going to wake up feeling crappy tomorrow. And sure enough, I was right. So I've been drinking my emergency, drinking the raspberry flavor. They also have their original orange flavor, but I've been a stan of them for a very long time, so I'm currently sipping on that. That is my drink of the day. My current favorite in life right now are these red rain boots that I bought. If you follow me on my personal Instagram, AvaJules underscore, I posted a picture in them in Napa. I was wearing this like white mini dress. It's not a mini dress. It's like a cupcake dress, but it's a shorter dress. It was spaghetti straps, so that's probably why I was freezing. I also brought a jacket with me, but it pretty much did nothing. And I also accidentally left my favorite black Aritzia zip up hoodie in the van of the car that they rented from Turo. So I don't know who has it, whichever one of, ones of my friends, whichever, whoever took it, you know what, enjoy it. <laughs> but I'm really sad that I left it there. But uh, I wore these red rain boots with that white dress doing our wine tasting. And I have been loving rain boots recently. I remember there was one day back in maybe November that it was pouring outside and I was like, oh my gosh, rainy season's coming up in Hawaii. And I, I think I need to invest in some rain boots here because it's just really inconvenient. I hate when my toes get wet and I hate when I'm wearing shoes that aren't meant to get wet that get wet and then it's just like soggy and your feet are soggy I hate that feeling and I was like you know what rainy season is coming up let's get some rain boots so I looked I think I got them on Nordstrom or maybe it was from their actual website but they are the hunter rain boots and I got them in a searing bright red there was black too and I contemplated getting black or red but I ended up choosing the red because I thought it would be more iconic to get like a bright, obnoxious rainbow color. And so those have been my recent favorite it's funny because up until these last two weeks since it's been super rainy here I'd only worn them like once but now they're finally coming in handy. I can't stop wearing them I love the rain boots. You can get a lot cheaper of rain boots I don't know why I decided to pop off and get the hunter ones for literally no reason But I I think I got them on sale. Was it during black friday? Honestly, it might have been but invest in some rain boots if you live somewhere and that's like a more rainy city because it has been so fun and I feel like a little girl when I wear them and I always get compliments because everyone's always like oh, I wish I thought of that I wish I had rain boots and they're kind of slept on so that's been my recent favorite and speaking of rain There has just been a constant cloud over Hawaii recently or Oahu specifically, I guess. I feel like I haven't seen the sun in a while and today I thought it was going to be a sunny day. I was so excited and so I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling the best. Maybe I can just like go lay out in the sun at the beach, maybe hop in the water. I feel like that'll make me feel better. So I went, the beach was empty and I was like, oh, this is perfect. So I set down my stuff. I'm there for two minutes. I look to the left and sure enough, I see a monstrous, very dark gray rain cloud, very quickly approaching. And at first I was like, oh, maybe it's moving the other way. And then in a matter of 30 seconds, I saw it getting closer and closer and the visibility started getting very low. And I was like, oh, this is about to be a whole thunderstorm while I'm trying to, you know, have a wholesome little beach day. So within three minutes that I was there, I was like, I should probably leave before it starts pelting rain. And sure enough, as soon as I reach my car, as soon as I open the door, I am pelted with the craziest rain that i've been in in so long and even just standing outside my door for like 10 seconds before i unlocked it i got really wet in the rain because it was just crazy thundering or not thundering but it was like a thunder rainstorm whatever and yeah so i didn't get my little sun fixed today which i was kind of sad about but i thought i'd share my little fail of the day you know i tried and the rest of the day has been really rainy and i was really excited too Get some sun but it's okay. I'm definitely looking forward to when the weather clears up again because it's just been So overcast and rainy here for the past few weeks. I feel like it's been a while so I give credit to anyone who lives in a place where it's like this for months at a time because I'm personally and I know this is me just like being dramatic But I guess i'm just used to there being constant sunshine I feel like my mood is so dependent on the weather And so it's been hard for me to be super productive And feel my best when it's been kind of crappy weather outside. So It's taken an extra effort to be productive And be in a good mood just because of the weather outside it makes me want to be so lazy and like not get up early And not do the stuff that I have to do So I've had to really keep myself in check there. You all know that I'm pretty vocal about mental health and the different ways that I like to prioritize it. I feel like the last few years have taught us how important mental health is to our overall state of well-being. And let me tell you, I've experienced so many changes in the last year from moving out to friendships and relationships changing. My podcast and you know, clothing brand launching, just a lot of things have changed. And changes like that can definitely affect your mental health with stress and anxiety. But something that really helped change that and made a big difference was Discussing headspace headspace helps to improve mental health through guided meditations mindfulness practices breathing and calming exercises and so much more these tools can help reduce anxiety boost your mood and help you sleep better there is a, such a wide variety of teachers and content to help you whether you're a first timer like me or have been practicing for years For me when I'm trying to start the day off on a good note I found that using the breathing and calming exercises in the morning have been really helpful And i'm also trying to get more into meditation. I'm definitely a newbie at it But headspace has been super helpful with that It's super simple and convenient even on busier days and i'm on the go and only have a few minutes to spare There are programs to do on the go when pressed for time perfect for girlies on the go like me or like I know a lot of you are because we all have got busy lives. We all have stuff to do But I think it's really important to take that extra time Even if it's a few minutes to do things that make you feel good Headspace has helped me and more than 100 million people worldwide and they can help you too. listen up You do not want to miss this. I've arranged a little something special for a limited time All of you can try headspace free for 30 days by going to headspace.com mind 30 day You won't find an offer like this anywhere else. You must use my link, H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash mind30day to unlock all of Headspace free for 30 days. This is not something to normally do. That's headspace.com slash mind30day. Definitely go check it out. Anyway, moving on to today's episode, I'm going to be talking about becoming your best self How to kind of get there, even though that process will look very different for everybody. I know there's a lot of content on the internet that exists about this how to become the best you, you know, becoming this greater version of yourself, I guess. And I feel like that's something a lot of us constantly are wanting to achieve, which let me tell you, it can get exhausting, but I feel like it doesn't have to be. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be quote unquote perfect. But let's face it, that's just never going to happen. So we have to release those expectations. And honestly, at the end of the day, we just have to try our best. And the thing is, I feel like your best is going to look very different every day. Sometimes your best might look like doing kind of the bare minimum and just getting through the day and... Hey, if that's the best you can do on a day, then that's that and other days your best might be Waking up super early and having the most productive day checking off all the things on your to-do list It's going to look different all the time and if i'm going to be honest with you right now and honest with myself I know for a fact that i'm not at my quote-unquote best self yet I know i'm not quite there, but I was thinking to myself before I recorded this. I was like I feel like it is more motivating to talk about this before I feel like I'm even there because it's one thing if I'm in a headspace where I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm the best version of myself right now and I'm talking about it because I feel like on the receiving end of that, it's like, oh, she's already there. Like, I can't really relate to that because I want to get there. I do not feel like I'm the best version of myself right now. I definitely have aspirations and i'm striving to be there right now and like i said earlier in the podcast you know i feel like that feeling ebbs and flows because i think there's points where you're like i'm feel like i'm the best version of myself right now and then that might fade away and you might stray away from that so like i said it ebbs and flows it comes and it goes but right now i am trying to get back to that feeling again and it's all a feeling there's no actual mark that you can hit where it's like okay you are now your best self it's honestly a state of mind I feel like and I'm trying to really internalize that and get there because it's all a process and that's why I wanted to record this episode today before I feel like I've even reached that mindset because I'm kind of working through it myself and I think a lot of us are so Here we are. This is hopefully going to motivate you and inspire you and honestly do the same for me because I feel like this is what I need to hear as well. I do want to say that wherever you're at right now is perfectly fine. We don't always have to be feeling like our best self in order to you know, feel good. If you're in a space right now where you feel like you're kind of just going through the motions of things and just getting through the days, that's fine. Like I said, there's different phases of life and Honestly, if anything, it's more rewarding to go through feelings like this, feeling a little bit low and wanting to feel good again, feel super positive, feel your best self. It's more rewarding when you get there because you know what it feels like to be on the other end of that. So if you're on the other end of that right now, kind of like how I am, it's going to be worth it. I promise you, I'm promising myself, it's going to feel completely worth it, but it kind of takes some work to get there. I feel like on a small scale, yes, you can switch your mindset and be like, yeah, I'm being my best self. But in order to actually internalize that and really become that, it definitely takes time and repetition. And before you know it, it's, well, not before you know it, sometimes it takes time. But with time and repetition, it becomes a natural habit and it just becomes who you are, not something that you're actively trying to practice. I feel like sometimes with feeling the best version of you or, you know, even with things like confidence, sometimes you just have to pretend a little. You have to pretend a little to get there and it's totally okay to pretend. You know, that cliche quote, fake it till you make it. There comes a point in faking it where it just becomes who you are and suddenly it's real and you don't even notice when it happens, but it just does. And that's because if you're constantly doing that, constantly pretending to be a certain way, it kind of just naturally becomes who you are. Because with anything in life when you do something constantly when you're repeating a certain cycle or a certain thing It just becomes second nature And that's definitely the point where i'm trying to get at right now Because I feel like right now It's a conscious effort for me to put in the work to feel like i'm becoming my best self And it's definitely feeling like a chore (laughs) Which I don't want it to feel like but I know that the more that I do it It's just going to become my everyday reality and I feel like with little habits that I do. It's the habits that are small that make the biggest changes. And with habits, once you do them enough, and once you practice them enough, it just happens. You don't have to actively think about it. And for me, at least, when it comes to incorporating new habits into my life, or even habits that I've incorporated before that I kind of lost sight of, it is really hard to add all these new things at once. Because I feel like I know all of the things that are going to take me to that next level of feeling like the best version of myself. I know what habits I need to put in place to help me get there and feel like that. It's really hard to add all those habits at once and expect them to stick. And it's also just adding anything new all at once habit-wise is really hard just because it's so many extra steps and extra things to think about. And so I feel like the slower you approach this, honestly, the better because if you try and do everything at once, I just feel like it's more difficult to incorporate that into your regular scheduled programming. And the more you can slowly add in habits, I feel like the better it'll stick because once you have one habit that sticks, you can really focus on the next one. Something that I've become super aware of is the fact that I know what it takes to take myself to that next level, that You know shift in mindset of feeling super good about myself feeling like i'm thriving I know the steps that it takes to get there theoretically. I know the things that I would have to do to feel like that For example being in a regular scheduled workout routine And constantly having movement in my daily life or sprinkled in throughout the week having like a good schedule with that That makes me feel super good Eating really healthy and clean meals more often than not will also make me feel super good I feel like anytime that I lack in that area, I just feel such a difference physically with the food that I put in my body. And it's hard because let me tell you, I have a sugar tooth. What is it called? A sweet mouth? A sweet tooth? Yes, a sweet tooth. (laughs) I definitely have one of those. I love dessert. And listen, I'm not going to skimp out on those. So something that we'll really try, uh, something that I try to work on is, you know, if I'm going to treat myself to like a dessert or like candy, whatever it is, I'm not going to feel guilty about it because that just sends me into a spiral But I am trying to live more of a 80 20 70 30 lifestyle Which basically means that either 80% of the time or 70% of the time It's healthy and clean and things that I know are properly going to fuel my body and make me feel good And you know the other 20 30% Is for the fun stuff because for me I know that if I just go off the deep end and i'm like, okay Well, first of all, I don't believe in diets I'm just going to say that. That's me personally. I, I don't do that. And that's something that has never worked for me. So that's that. But I know that when I eat foods that are healthy for me, that fuel my body, eating balanced meals, I physically feel better. And when I'm not, I really feel a difference. So that's why I really like to prioritize it. So it's been fun lately finding different meals that I actually enjoy that are also really good for me because you can have both. But sometimes it's so frustrating because I feel like there's people I either see online or different friends that I have that just naturally really love eating healthy and they're like I love broccoli and I'm like you would have to pay me $20 to eat a whole bowl of broccoli broccoli I'm just using this as an example broccoli is something that my mother has had to force feed me well not force feed me but she's been trying to get me to like broccoli Till I moved out of the house from the day I came out of the womb. I have just never liked broccoli You know, i'm not a really big vegetable person So sometimes it's frustrating when I have people in my life who just naturally love that And so I feel like it's harder for me because I naturally gravitate towards like cake and brownies and like donuts You know what I mean? And so it really takes a conscious effort for me so That's something else that I know makes me feel good. Like I said, working out, eating healthy, balanced meals. Another thing is who I am surrounding myself with plays a big part in how I'm personally feeling because whether you believe it or not, energy transfers. I swear it does. And I know this is true because have you ever had that feeling where someone walks into a room and automatically boom, the mood switches. Maybe you're with a group of people who are all positive and everyone's having a good time and someone who maybe has like a negative energy surrounding them walks in and suddenly the mood shifts. That's because energy feeds off of each other and it's so noticeable in situations like that. And it's especially apparent in who you surround yourself with, who are your close friends, who are the people that you're constantly talking to, spending time with, if those aren't people that are uplifting you and helping you feel your best and making you feel good, if they're not good people to be around, you're going to feel that energy. And so that's something that's also really important to me, being aware of the different energies I surround myself with because it plays such a big role. And given everyone has their bad days, their are days where I'm feeling more negative negative. If, you know, someone's having a bad day, that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. But I feel like there's definitely people who tend to look on the bad side of things, the people who are more glass half empty. I feel like that doesn't make them a bad person, but it's important to realize who the energy, this is going to sound weird, energy suckers, energy... (laughs) depleters that's the word who the energy depleters in your life are and who are the energy givers And there's people who I feel like after i'm done hanging out with them I'm feeling amazing and positive and they give me energy And that's definitely what I want to focus on another thing that really helps me feel my best is pouring Into my mental health my mental well-being whether that's doing more self-care stuff little physical things that make me feel good. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's reading, those little habits that stimulate my mind and make me feel good. There's a lot of little things that I feel like I do that really uplift my mood and challenge myself to be in a better headspace. And that's something I really want to prioritize because sometimes it's those little things that I brush over because I don't make time for them or I claim that I don't have time when I definitely do. Those are the things that you should be doing, the things that you feel like you don't have to do every day, whether it's practicing grad writing in your journal, doing manifestation, whatever it is. Maybe for some people that's doing devotionals, it's going to look different for everybody, but really prioritizing those things and you know what they are for you, that will make such a difference. And, you know, it's not going to happen every single day. I feel like it's nearly impossible to incorporate all the things that make you feel good all at once because it just can get very overwhelming. Like I said, sprinkle it in one step at a time and suddenly it'll become natural. But really prioritizing those little things is so helpful and very beneficial. One of the biggest things that I think will help you get to the next level of becoming the best version of yourself, whatever that looks like to you, is visualization. Visualization is key to figuring out what you want out of your life, where you want to be, visualizing what that person looks like to you. For example, what does the best version of yourself eat? What are her habits? Who does she surround herself with? Visualizing things like what does the best version of myself do as her night routine, her morning routine? What do her little daily habits look like? What does she do on a daily basis? If you can visualize that and really ask yourself questions like that, maybe even writing it down, that is attainable because if you're writing these things down of what the best version of yourself looks like, then you have no excuses of what to do to get there because that right there is all the steps that you need to do if you ask yourself those questions there's your answer and the thing is you can incorporate those habits starting as soon as you want to because once you have that once you have those answers laid out what's stopping you other than yourself if you know what you need to do and I asked myself that because I did this a few days ago. I was writing in my journal and I asked myself, what is the best version of myself? What are her habits? Blah, 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 All those things that I just told you. I wrote all those things out. And so what's my excuse to not do them? Because the best version of myself already is within me and it's attainable and I know what would need to happen to get there. And if I start now, then there's no saying I can't become that because I have all the power to and I have the knowledge of what I need to do to. So it's just a matter of starting. And I know starting is the hardest part. Like I said, incorporate it in baby steps if that's a better approach for you, like it is for me. I know if I dive off the deep end and just magically start doing everything at once, it's just not gonna be sustainable for me. I wanna slowly incorporate it so it becomes just my natural state of being. So that's why I think visualization is key when it comes to stuff like this because you basically lay out exactly what needs to be done right now so you can get to that version of yourself. So I guess that's your homework for this week. Do that little journal prompt. You can honestly do it in the notes app in your phone as well, but ask yourself those little questions and write down your answers and you'll have a good idea of what it would take for you to get to being that point. And I'm telling you that person is so much more attainable than you think. It's right in the reach, right in the grasp of your reach. Does that make sense? It's right within your reach. I think that's the saying. It truly, truly is. And you just have to believe in yourself that you're going to get there. I promise there is a version of you that exists and it already lives inside of you. It's already there. It's just a matter of going and getting it. And like I said before, these phases of life, feeling like you're on top of the world, like you're the best version of yourself those feelings ebb and flow. And I know that, you know, once I get there, hopefully soon, and I'm feeling like I'm thriving, I know that feelings like that aren't forever. And that's okay because what I want right now and what I think the best version of me looks like right now is going to be different in honestly, even a few months from now, because things are constantly changing and who I want to be might be constantly changing. And that's so normal, especially at the age that we're kind of at whether you're a teenager in your early 20s like me in your mid or late 20s there's so many changes constantly going on honestly in any season of life no matter what age you are and so whatever era you're in of life right now it's okay we can't always expect ourselves to feel on top of the world that's not realistic We gotta keep it real with ourselves here. And the last piece of advice that I wanna share is don't limit yourself to certain identities. I believe I've talked about this. I don't know if it was on this podcast or if it was on my YouTube or something, but I've talked about this before. But don't limit yourself to these identities that we place on ourselves. For example, there has been times where I'm like, oh, I'm just not a social person. Like, that's just who I am. I'm just introverted. And given, you know, maybe that's how I was, but i don't feel like that anymore however when i placed that identity on myself like oh i'm just you know not super social i'm not a social butterfly I was placing that identity on myself and identifying with it and just ran with it And it was almost as if nothing would change even if I wanted it to The same thing goes for whenever i've said oh, I just i'm not a morning person Like I just don't like mornings if you say you're not these certain things or you are these certain things That's what your brain is going to believe and that's what you're going to live out And for me, it was super eye-opening when I realized I don't have to Stick to these identities that i've once place on myself. I am allowed to change, I'm allowed to grow, and that was super freeing for me. So now I really try to stay away from those mindsets and saying things out loud like that, like, "Oh, I just don't do this," or "I'm not this type of person," because you can be whoever you want to be. We're humans, which means we're going to change and grow forever. We're never going to stay the same. If there's one thing about life is that it's always changing. And it's such a liberating feeling to know that were allowed to change certain things about ourselves. For example, I used to always say, oh, I'm just not that outgoing. And so that's the type of life I was living. I wouldn't be outgoing. I would turn down opportunities. And once I had that mindset shift of, you know what, I'm going to try. And so I did. And I freed myself from that identity. And I just, it opened my eyes because I was like, oh, so I had the ability to be outgoing this whole time, but because I just claimed that I was, I kind of just stuck with it and it made me feel comfortable because I was like, oh, this is just how I am. I wasn't even allowing myself any room for growth and we don't want to do that to ourselves. We don't want to place limitations on ourselves and sometimes when we put, place ourselves in these certain boxes, we're limiting ourselves and that's why I literally got that saying tattooed on my arm. I am limitless. I got it in French. It's on my left arm. That's why I got that tattooed there because I am limitless. The possibilities for me are illimitless and I'm done placing these limitations on myself for who I once thought I was because we all have the ability to change. If you don't like something, we can change it. I have tried to change the fact that I am, that I felt like I wasn't a morning person and you know what? It's still a work in progress, but ever since I shifted that mindset of you know what? I maybe don't feel the most energy in the morning, but I can still like the mornings and I'm sure I can make little changes here and there to enjoy them more. It's made the world of a difference. I feel like I've broken the shackles of that and I feel like I've been more social and outgoing than I ever have in my entire life. And it's just eye-opening because I was like, wow, I really thought that this was just who I was, but I had the ability to change all along. And it's just knowing that you have that power to change things within yourself that is just... Such a good feeling, and it's such a powerful feeling to know that you can, you have all the ability in the world to be who you want to be. And with that being said, I'm going to end the episode right here because my voice is starting to hurt. And I'm also starting to overthink what I'm saying and hoping that it makes sense, but hopefully it does. I hope it at least inspired you or motivated you a little bit, gave you a little bit of insight. Just know that who you want to be is right within you, it's right within your reach. And I believe in you. You have to believe in yourself. So here's to the lifelong journey of becoming our best selves. And that was everything on my mind.